hope you're ready for a bang up SummerSlam prediction because oh, I got <laughs> nothing for you. Because I've already don't worry. Recording. Zero zip zero. Oh, hey yo. Why should you visit thechairshot.com? Thechairshot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. I'd actually like to take this opportunity to wish Greg DeMarco Show. Best in all his future endeavors. <laughs> What is up and welcome to another edition of the Greg DeMarco show. My name is Greg DeMarco. Of course, that means um, it's Greg DeMarco show. Greg DeMarco. Kind of how that shit works. You can follow me on social media at Chairshot Greg. The Greg DeMarco Show is part of the Chairshot Radio Network, which you can find at thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Now, thechairshot.com is also on social media at Chairshot Media. So there's a lot of ways you can follow along, visit the site, get this podcast, get all the podcasts, all the articles. We'll talk about those later. Now, this show is going to be lightning quick. We are, we're going on the clock at one point. We are going to cover a bunch of stuff in a short period of time. and hope It's so fast. This, this show is going to be so quick. All right, gentlemen, you have three minutes, and you better make it good. This is such good shit. Okay, it's not going to be that quick, but it is going to be a, a, a just lightning quick so we can cover a bunch of ground, but still do so in a good amount of time, because you know what? We have lives. It is Tuesday, August 18th. Even though uh, coronavirus cases are dipping, we're still in the midst of a pandemic. We're still kind of in a lockdown, probably should be in more of a lockdown. I don't know. An hour ago, I I was getting home from the gym. So, yeah, probably, you know, guilty as charged. So, we are going to dive right in. But we, I I say we, and I don't just mean me and you, listener. I mean Patrick O'Dowd and Miranda Morales. So, first up, Patrick O'Dowd. You know him. Love him. You should be following him on the Twitter. But based on the following, I know not all of you are. He is at Wrestling Realist. That's W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. Patrick Welcome. Hey, thank you for forgiving me for showing up late. I mean, we didn't forgive you. I mean, we just did not forget. I don't know. You're welcome. I, I've I've considered myself forgiven. Like okay. I've well, already, that's all I've, that matters. We've already moved past the conflict. Um, if you if you, you forgive me, you appreciated my Nick Bockwinkle Bobby Heenan video on Facebook today. So You're that's welcome. all we need. Absolutely. Miranda's never heard Miranda's never heard of Nick Bockwinkle. So she has to. <laughs> she has to. She is she is the queen of soft style and the professional wrestling historian herself at the hashtag Miranda on your Instagram, not your Twitter, because there is no Twitter. Although there's a takeover this weekend. And you know what that might mean. Takeover means takeover. We'll talk about that probably during the hashtag Miranda show. She is Miranda Morales. Patrick, why would you think I wouldn't know about, you know, Bachwinkle? I love that cartoon, Rocky and Bachwinkle. <laughs> Rocky right? and Bachwinkle. 
See, now you, of all people, need to go on to my Facebook page and just look at the final day of the Wrestling Challenge where I put on the greatest Nick Bockwinkle and Bobby Heenan promo of all time, which I doubt. I actually I like the what you said when you misspoke. I think we should start filming pronos, which are like a combination of a pronos. porno and a promo. <laughs> a porno promo? Yes, and I'm not going to go into what that would look like because this isn't that kind of show. However... I think that would be really entertaining, and uh, maybe we can do that at some point. Fuck you, Pat! All right, so, like I said, we're going to go on, on the clock here in a little bit, but before we do that, you know, I think it's time. We, we haven't, I haven't played It's Time in a while. Huh? I think it's time to sell some t-shirts. It's time! Yes, so in honor of today's show being lightning quick i'm gonna go through this pretty quickly you can go to pro wrestling tees.com we're trying to sell church take your time this this is the part we don't have to rush through well i wasn't gonna go that fast i was just gonna and i would say straight to the point but that's not not me that's just it's just not my aesthetic come on it's not my gimmick um you can go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot to get your very own chair shot t-shirt today. Yes, you can support the chairshot.com, which is your place for wrestling opinions, news, and analysis by going to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and picking one or more t-shirts there. It's totally up to you. There's over 25 different varieties to choose from different logos, different styles, different colors, all there for you. It is just your oasis of t-shirts, including some new ones that have been added just recently, including ones from uh, A Winner Is You, Bandwagon Nerds, Flat Balaz 2020, Everybody Hates Greg, and of course, the Queen of Soft Style t-shirt. All t-shirts start at $19.99, but you can add a few extra dollars and order your t-shirt in soft style and Get yourself comfortable. Treat yourself because you deserve it. So go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot to get your very own chair shot t-shirt today. That is prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. I like how you, you, you said there are a lot of designs that have been added recently and then slid in your shirt that was added in December. Like that's pretty impressive. That's, I mean, that's good time right is just a perspective type yeah, of thing. Of I mean, yeah. recently oh, yeah. they're yeah. short term, long term, mm-hmm. um, and I'm doing the damn thing, so I'm going to add my own shirt in. Nice try, okay. though. And really, time has no meaning. Not right now. Right, let's be real. Time, Although time has no, it's a flat circle. Man, Patrick, that is a brilliant segue because time is about to have a whole bunch of meaning because we are going on the clock. What does that mean? So I am going to introduce a series of topics and we'll alternate with Patrick starting and Miranda starting. Each of them will get two minutes for their topic unless we're running behind uh, and then I'll shorten it and I'll wrap up the topic if needed, which means you may not even get as much out of me as you are out of them, but that's okay. I don't know if you know this, but I kind of run a website called thechairshot.com and I can write and publish whatever the hell I want. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Now I am giving... Patrick O'Dowd and, and Miranda Morales, their own very special danger zone card just for the purposes of this activity. This does not count as one of their normal danger zones whatsoever. This is just for the purposes of this game. So if they decide 
they want to talk about one of those topics a little bit longer, they can. So, so basically, if, if Patrick goes first and then Miranda goes and it's spawned, and Patrick's like, no, I want to talk about that. I got something to say. Well, then he can use his Danger Zone card and he gets to talk more about it. So uh, if they want to rebut, if they want to expand upon one of the topics after their turn, they get to do it. So does that, uh, does that make sense? You guys understand? It does. I know we're inexperienced at using the Danger Zone cards around here, so I just want to make sure. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows. Because we've never used a Danger Zone card. That's right. I just really like that song. That's really all it is. I was going to say, on the day we're pressed for time, that's the day you decide to play out the whole fucking song. <laughs> it's 13 on the, seconds. On the day that we're, on the day that we're pressed for time, it was 13 seconds. Zone cards. It was 13 seconds of a soundbite. I could yeah, play the whole song. 13, well, the other one, seconds. I have I have a 41 second long version of it as well. And the three second. I have three different versions of the Danger Zone uh, for you guys. But so that's wow, what we're going to do. You, so, like that better. you like that more than Lionel Richie. No, no, I don't. No, I absolutely don't. I still have not worn the Lionel Richie t-shirt because I don't know why. Next week. Maybe next week we'll wear the Lionel Richie t-shirt. Maybe we'll have to do Hold another musical, musical episode. Yeah. So. No, none of the listeners will know. So. Well, they will just, if they watch your that. show. Because I'm not well, going to change true. in between shows. So <laughs> I, I, I come. But for this show, you know. Yes, very much so. Okay, so we're going to dig into these four topics. Um, each of you is going to get two minutes, and and we'll cut it if we have to. We'll see. I won't cut you during your two minutes, though. I'll just shorten it in between rounds, and we will uh, we'll make this happen. So first topic is going to go to Patrick O'Dowd. Bill Goldberg recently revealed that he has two more years left on his WWE deal, and that deal calls for two matches per year which means he's already hit his two matches in 2020 with uh, Jam in the Sand 5 and WrestleMania 36. Patrick, what do you think of Goldberg wrestling two matches per year for the next two years? As an attraction? Because that's what he is? Yeah, I'm fine with him wrestling two matches over the next two years as as a one-off attraction match at either Saudi Arabia or some sort of Probably if it's stateside, it'd be WrestleMania. So, like, who cares? Like, you can't tell me he's not an attraction. You can't tell me he's not a draw. And you can't tell me that they can't find a use for him. Uh, I think they need to find better workers with him. AJ Styles, I'm looking at you. Um, But because you can't have two big guys with him because they're just – he can't go like that anymore. But find the right guy, two matches for Goldberg and an attraction match, totally fine with that. Like, that's all you need him for. Miranda? Yeah, I mean, at first it kind of sounds like why if if he's only in two matches a year. But to Patrick's point, it really is a special attraction. You could literally just pinpoint the two biggest events of the year. And at that, it's truly, you know, Saudi Arabia and and WrestleMania in which those can happen. Um, And that's all that really needs to happen. You don't need to have a long storyline with him. uh, Or you could, and it builds up to two big matches, which that's kind of interesting, actually, uh, to, to not have as many matches and, and just build more on the story. Who knows? But, yeah, I mean, at, at his age and his tenure, 
Um, we don't necessarily need to see him that often or that frequent, but it's still great. I mean, we, the Undertaker's not wrestling anymore, so why not have something else that's a big attraction like Bill Goldberg? So I just want to clarify. So so Patrick went 45 seconds and Miranda went 52 seconds. So buzzer, buzzer not needed for the Bill Goldberg topic. I do agree with you guys. He's a special attraction. Yeah, the hardcore fans think he sucks and don't want to see him, but um, he's in there. What I don't agree with out of what you said is I don't know. Bill Goldberg's kind of an ass. Okay. So oh, I don't yeah, see jerk. him wanting to work with AJ Styles because I don't see him. He, he wouldn't sell a damn thing for AJ Styles is the problem because Bill yeah. Goldberg's that old school, big guy, big guy. Um, so unless he's going over AJ Styles, that match isn't happening. And I don't know if we want him to go over AJ Styles. I just don't. And right. maybe yeah, I mean, won't hurt AJ. AJ is a Hall of Famer. Right. What? I was like, what does AJ lose if he loses to fucking Bill Goldberg? Nothing. AJ doesn't lose anything to anybody now. He's a made guy. Doesn't doesn't matter. Exactly. Do, yeah. So like, who cares? He doesn't. I do Except want unless you're, unless you're a hardcore fan. Well, who cares? I mean, the hardcore fan, and that's most of us listening. I just said, who cares? But whatever. Um, <laughs> sorry, uh, hardcore fan. We love you. I promise. But I want to see the match we didn't get at WrestleMania 36. I still want to see Bill Goldberg and Roman Reigns. The spear off, whatever you want to call it, give me that, and and right. I'll be I'll be 100 excited for it. And I, I'm with you though; it, it's a special attraction. WWE is a spectacle, uh, and and that's what uh, what they need. Speaking can of I, spectacle, an Orton? oh yeah, totally. Because I think he would at least he'd sell the RKO. I don't know. Right, right. Anyway, <laughs> shifting gears to number two on our on the clock segment of the show. After emanating from the WWE Performance Center since March including WrestleMania 36, WWE is hitting Orlando's Amway Center for their WWE Thunderdome setup that will include upwards of 1,000 virtual fans. Miranda, thoughts on this new concept that will actually debut during SmackDown on Friday? Uh, I think the idea, the concept is is fun. I, I We've missed having fans uh, at events. Um, I think fans have missed being in attendance. And it's a great way to incorporate the universe back into weekly shows. I'm sure the logistics may be a nightmare. Uh, and it's also a future of what we may get in WWE shows because, you know, live attendance may not be possible for the rest of this year. So to still have a sense of, uh, you know, fan base there would be great. Um, I do think that it's still going to be WWE. They're going to select uh, who they want. Uh, they, they, I think they're still going to be able to control the audience and, and kind of the vibe that they want to project. So it's not going to be exactly the same, uh, but it will be something nice and something different. And, you know, I'm, I'm curious as to what it is enough to watch on Friday. Patrick, what do you think? Yeah, I'll check it out on the DVR uh, when I, you know, when I get home that evening after working and just seeing what it's going to look like. I think that I'm very much in the I want to let it marinate and, and see what it is. Although I fully expect to have Tina Turner drop down from the rafters, welcoming everybody to Thunderdome, as she did Woo! back in the '80s. I was like Miranda back in the '80s. Tina Turner was in, was in a movie where she talked about Thunderdome. Uh, it's Mad Max movie. Mel Gibson. You should check it out. Nick Bockwinkel was Nick not in Nick Bockwinkel was not in it. National treasure that he is. He, he had other things to do. He was with WCW <laughs> at the time. Um, but 
Yeah, I, I just want to see it. I want to see it before I before I sit there and dismiss. I hate the name because all I can do is associate it with the Mad Max movie, like, and that's a problem. But you know, we've seen other sports incorporate fans in various ways, whether it's Major League Baseball doing the cutouts in the stands or something like that. Uh, hockey has been doing like screens where they've shown fans like watching sort of on Zoom and things like that. So. I just want to see what it looks like before I either celebrate it or condemn it. There is an interview, by the way, a minute and 12 seconds. So good job. That's the longest one so far. Um, Miranda was 53 seconds. I'm charting your guys' time for some stupid-ass reason because I have nothing better to do. There's a great interview out there. When it comes to math, yes, that's true. I'll admit that. Um, And you think you can't be on bandwagon nerds. When you guys do a math episode, although day DPP would kill me at that. So that's, although I don't know. And one is a scientist. Depends if we can, he's a data scientist too. That makes it even worse. That's so, right. Um, I know you guys say scientists and everybody thinks he's got like, you know, beakers it's fun and, to, it's fun beakers to and blue flames, but really he's, it's data. <laughs> way to so. kill, way to kill the mystique of my show, Greg. Thanks. He's talked about it. Maybe not on your show, but he's talked about the data. Uh, it's forever. Maybe. Or maybe it was a private garage. I don't fucking know. Anyway. Um, <laughs> who knows, right? This is why we do these things. But um, the, there's a great interview out there with Justin Barrasso, Sports Illustrated, where he talked to Kevin Dunn, right? Everybody listening to the show right now is groaning because I said the name Kevin Dunn. But it's really interesting the things that Kevin Dunn talked about. He talked about how this hasn't been ideal. They've hated it. They hate having no fans there. This isn't what WWE is. They're a live event production, live. They need fans in the, in the crowd. And they're doing, I think they were actually holding out doing something like this because they were hoping to get fans in the crowd. And this is kind of an admission, okay, it's going to be longer than we thought. Uh, and you know Vince McMahon, he believes that everybody's invincible. So he probably thought there were going to be fans in, I don't know, April. So he, he's, he's admitting that this is going to be a whole hell of a lot longer. Um, but what's really interesting about this is that he talked about how, and he and he was even using the insider terms. Like he talked about how, yeah, there are fans that root for the baby faces, but there will also be fans that root for the fiend, and and how they're going to have to accentuate that and go with it because that's just the way the crowd is going to be, and they know that. So I was really interested to hear him say that and and kind of admit that a little bit, uh, and, and also for him to say, look, this is trial by fire. We don't probably things are probably going to mess up. There's probably going to be a blank screen at some point. There's probably going to be a lot of errors. And that's not like WWE to admit those things. That's like Bruce Pritchard to admit on a podcast 10 years later. That's not like Kevin Dunn to admit before they do it. So he said, we basically got two days to try it out. And then, uh, and and then we got to go live. So I'm just interested to see how it goes. I will be more interested to watch Friday SmackDown than I have been in a while, just because I want to see how this goes. And I'll be interested to see uh, what that does and, and how that impacts the old ratings, you know, because we got to got to focus on the demo. So, all right. Topic number three. This one will go to Patrick O'Dowd in the beginning after creepy stalker guy was arrested at the home of Sonia Deville over the weekend. And by the way, don't be that guy. Seriously, don't be that guy. Uh, it was revealed that Mandy Road was also at the house sleeping. Fans, of course, online reacted with claims, with claims of kayfabe being destroyed and the hair versus hair match for SummerSlam being ruined. Patrick O'Dowd, take it away. Fuck you. Like, seriously, if you're one of those people saying that kayfabe is dead because a police report got leaked to a newspaper that then shared it so that you got all the fucking details as to what happened to these two women, 
where a dude was intent on serious harm and you're going to bitch about kayfabe, get out of the kit, get out of the house. You fucking just stop because that is pathetic. And nobody would have even known that Mandy was over had it not been for that police report that got shared to the whole world. So don't act like kayfabe is dead. It's been dead for years. It's been dead since the 80s. Because Vince McMahon has been calling this entertainment since the 1980s. And so for people to sit here and try to turn this horrible incident into some sort of indictment on two women's careers is just the most base piece of shit behavior. And you don't deserve to, you don't deserve to be in the same room watching this shit as I am because you are not a good fan. You are not a good person. Like you're just not. And so fuck yourself and fuck your, fuck your kayfabe and fuck all of that shit because you're, you're lower than you're lower than low. And that's just shame on all of you. Any of you who suggested anything about kayfabe at all. Oh, he's on mute. So you could keep on going. Just, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And I was excited. I, I was your hype man there. I was telling you, you are not welcome in the O'Dowd household. You are not welcome in the basement studio. You cannot play on the Xbox or the PS4. You cannot be a part of it because of who you are and what you've done. Miranda? Uh, yeah, a lot to ditto of what uh, Patrick said. I know that's very uh, basic, but there's so many emotions in that whole story for me that it's an incredibly scary. It's a, uh, and for someone like like Sonia Deville, who I mean, there's a lot of of things that came through about that story that were very fortunate that her alarm went off, that she there was somebody else in the house, that she could get to her car. Like the fact that those things are not being in, are in consideration as much as this idea of kayfabe. Also, you're watching WWE. The concept of kayfabe went out the door. Also, many years ago, when you started to see Total Bellas and Total Divas and Ms. and Mrs. and all this other shit that they put on TV. So, you know, the fact and, you know, we know that they've been friends for a long time because of Total Divas. So the fact that that that's already been out there and, and that's no surprise. And that's why they have such good chemistry, because they are friends. They know how to push each other's buttons. There's elements of a friendship that make a storyline so good. So instead of appreciating someone that is okay and alive and safe and appreciating people who are friends in the business. You're out there complaining about kayfabe being broken. You're watching the fucking WWE, you know, kayfabe died a long time ago when they realized they could make millions of dollars on reality television. So if you don't like kayfabe, then make sure you, you as sure as hell don't like WWE then. So go ahead and watch something else. If that's your complaint that someone's safety's on the line and kayfabe is broken, what the like? That's insane. It's it's insane that you are putting someone's life and and safety above the suspension of disbelief. But that's just it's it's insane to me, and it and it scares me. Like it scares me in this world that are people who value kayfabe more than people's lives. But again. You know what you're fucking watching with WWE. That's why it's so asinine, too, when fans complain about the quality and the product of WWE. You know what you're getting. 
Craig, like, just they, cash, they, in the, they, cash in the danger zone cards. Just, just do it. Just now. cash. Yeah, yeah. I know. He, he knows. He knows. No. I'm not saying buzzer. I'm saying because well, I want to follow up. We on we this. hit the two minutes, uh, and and I was talking about it. We hit the two minutes, but I didn't want to stop that one because it's such a serious topic. I was like, I can't really buzzer yeah. that. I can't. No, I can't really well, buzzer like, it. Yeah, just, just cash it in. Just cash it in. Well, yeah, and I, I want to add in on this too because you kept you kept saying WWE. It's fucking wrestling. Yeah, professional wrestling. Like you can't tell me that. You've got the Young Bucks and Cody and everybody over there in AEW. They're not talking about their shit like it's the real deal, too. Like, that's that show has an old school feel. But oh, yeah. they, they, these are people. There are plenty of people that are in that company as well that have made very public statements about kayfabe not being a real thing. Of course. And that this is escapism and entertainment. I would and go. So I would I go down. Were, I know. And I know you were trying to, like, I know you weren't trying to, like, prop up one over the other right. or anything like that, Brandon. But I just think that it's it's hilarious to me that this whole concept. Like, if you think kayfabe is dead, then what did you think when you saw the fake eyeball pop out of Rey Mysterio? Like, if you think kayfabe is dead, why were you so willing? Like, what did you think of all of these cinematic matches that have been popping up? Do you think The Undertaker really set the fucking barn on fire? Like, yes. what? Of course he did. Did you see <laughs> that? He put his arms up. He's set like, on fire. Yeah, yeah. He, he threw... He threw Carl Anderson off the thing. And we never saw him again. Like, obviously it's, 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 he, he literally threw yeah, him into literally. his release. Uh, you thought all the deaths at Lucha Underground were real? Like, yeah, yeah I, I'm specifically pointing out WWE because that, that is the, the pinnacle and especially fans get upset with this concept of kayfabe, but specifically WWE oh, has yeah, yeah. monetized reality. So I, I, I get like, oh. it is professional wrestling, but specifically WWE, there's nothing like that. Very few and far between now uh, do we actually get hints of quote unquote kayfabe, but they've also instituted reality TV as part of their uh, business right. plan now. So like it is, sure. it is what they do. So it just, to me, it, it, it bothers me and it, it boggles my mind that they complain to kayfabe, but yet you have this all plethora of WWE products and documentaries that also blow through kayfabe. On the and network. the fact that it's about like, oh, where, the where's the fucking complaining about that? Yeah. Right. But no, but, you know, like well, it's, it's, it's it, it, it's it's a very selective attack, and we, you know we've talked about this more than once. Like the WWE is the is the easiest punching bag because it's the biggest punching bag. It's it's the like it's very easy. It's the, it's the same thing when you look at like the ratings thing and how apparently the WWE is a sinking ship all the time and they're terrible and their product is trash and blah 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 blah. And, and yet, like they're 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 performing well. It's just it's an easy target because they're the biggest target because they are the name in the game too and i think that that that's where they people like to be like well hold up hold up wwe you're so awesome but you did this or you're so you know or didn't yeah. do x y and it's always and a it's, yeah but with wwe it's always right. a yeah but i would go down the road of if this happened in aew and two women involved in a prominent feud in aew were involved in this 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 is how the fans would react but i can't because two women have never been involved in a prominent feud in aew so i can't go down that road to talk about that topic what their three minutes wasn't enough can tell a story there <laughs> no and oh my god Britt baker's uh, promo isn't enough no no to, to tony Giovanni it was well, of course, it was a Tony <laughs> so bonus topic th that Moran's going to kick off because we are getting Sonya Deville versus Mandy Rose in a hair versus hair match at SummerSlam. Miranda, thoughts on the match? 
I I love it. I really do. Now, uh, I really do believe someone's going to lose their hair. Uh, and I think it's Sonia Deville. She'd be such like her in a G.I. Jane type of uh, mode after this would be like insane. Like just how badass she would be. She would pull off a shaved head uh, and just be completely badass. Like I, that's where my mind is going with this. Because, uh, of course, you know, the. They wouldn't do that to Mandy or her nose. But uh, I, I also think that it's, again, it's good. They've had a really good dynamic. I believe this feud. I believe they do not like each other. I believe in the intensity of, of Sonia Deville. And, you know, uh, SummerSlam is kind of the perfect way to do it. It's the biggest party of the summer, and it's the pay-per-view that you tend to have most of these grandiose types of matches. So, uh, you know, why not? And you know it's going to get some good buzz. Z- uh online so i see what you did there yes but on patrick so greg you know i love this match uh i love this match because it's an old school match like hair versus hair matches in, in those 80s 70s and 80s those are big deals those are feud enders uh in in many i mean one of one of my favorite matches it's not a good match by any stretch of the imagination but when we talk about wrestlemania three match there's a hair match in that one Sort of, uh, sort not, of, not really. WrestleMania twenty, there was a hair match involving women, right? right. Um, but I always love when Adrian Adrian Adonis gets his head shaved and punches punches the mirror when uh, we we turn Brutus Beefcake face. But uh, no, hair versus hair matches have a long standing tradition in wrestling. I love that you know it's it's a fine match to bring out every once in a while, and yeah, the old school guy in me just loves that that they're going to have this match and. I agree. I think Sonya Deville, with the uh, with a badass shorn um, shorn head, would uh, would be pretty cool to see moving forward. So, I'm not a hundred percent sure we're going to see Sonya Deville with a completely shorn head. There was a hair versus yeah. hair match years ago in WWE um, that involved X Pac and Jeff Jarrett, and Jarrett didn't end up mm. bald, but he ended up with short hair. And I could see Sonya Deville ending up with short hair. Um, yeah, but I don't know. Maybe she goes bald and then it just ends up being short hair after that. Um, I will tell you what I believe. And and I don't know this for a fact. I don't, I'm not claiming insider information or anything, but I'm going to say it as if I do know it. I believe this match was one of their ideas. Whoever loses this match, it was that woman's idea. Cause I don't think WWE is going to put that on somebody. And, and, but right. I do believe they came and they said, and, and my guess is Sonya Deville, but that's unfair to say. So it could be Mandy Rose, who knows? But the moment Sonya cut Mandy's hair, I was like, oh, they're putting the hair on the line. And, and it's great. And I honestly wish it had happened a few weeks earlier. So it had more time to, to get some attention, some mainstream attention, because I think this feud deserves that. Uh, but basically, you've got another week of build Friday on SmackDown, and then poof, we're at SummerSlam. So, I do wish this, right. this had more time and they were off TV for a few weeks and there could be COVID considerations there. Who knows? Uh, it's, it's the day and age that we're in, but personally, I also love this match. I, I think it's great and, and I'm excited to see what they do and, and where it goes. And, uh, yeah, hair versus hair is, is, is what's going to be, what's going to be. So excited to Apuestas see it. En Español. Yeah. Talk about that deep tradition, deep tradition. Although, you know, if you look it up, that actually didn't start in Mexico. That started in the U S. So well, it did, but it's not his own oh, tradition. Look at you! You called her the historian, and like we have been all over her. I know. <laughs> like it was a historian. It was Nick- an ironic nickname. It wasn't a real nickname. It was ironic. 
I, I actually want to dig more into that because for all I know, maybe it did start in Mexico, but the earliest inclinations I can find were actually on the West coast in the U S. Um, but I'm not a hundred percent certain just yet. So I can't go all in on that, that proclamation. It's just not, not fair. So, all right, we're going to take a quick commercial break for the next 90 seconds. And then we'll be back with some predictions. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. That's over 150 of your favorite promotions found exclusively at powerslam.tv. So go to powerslam.tv and you'll get a free week. But if you use the promo code chairshot, you will get a free month. Now a month is only six bucks, but why not try it out and see if you like it first and do it on us. Go to powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot, get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. WWE presents SummerSlam on Sunday, along with the event of the weekend, NXT TakeOver 30 on Saturday. So we're going to continue our lightning round format and share who we think should win these matches and who will win these matches. Now, remember, we are recording this on Tuesday, so things could be added, removed, or even shift before Saturday or Sunday. In fact, the the gross majority of what we're going to talk about is coming from the raw side of things. So I'm thinking that SummerSlam is going to be a much bigger card and we'll get some more SmackDown stuff added this Friday. So who should win? Who will win? Kick things off with the street profits, defending those raw tag team championships against Andrade and Angel Garza, which was the original match for WrestleMania 36 before that had to get changed. Miranda, we'll let you start who should win, who will win. Um, hmm. who, you know what? I'm going to say who should win and who will win are the street profits. Patrick O'Dowd tag team wrestling. Now you're muted. So you might want to unmute. Still muted. <laughs> He's like, nah, he's like, he's like no, no, fuck no, it. I'm no, talking. no, there we are. No, I, uh, I was reading, I was reading the rundown and had the, had hangouts minimized so I couldn't get it unmuted in time. Anyway, uh, here's the thing. What I haven't had a lot of time to watch wrestling. I was talking about this beforehand just because of where I am at work right now. What I have seen of raw, I've seen a lot more out of uh, Andrade and angel than I have uh, the street profits when it's come to pushing this match. And just in the steps I've seen, it seems like there's some investment there. So I'm actually going to say the street profits while they should win and retain Andrade and Angel Garza will win and take the Raw Tag Team Championship. I am am almost the opposite. I think Andrade and Angel Garza should win. Uh, I think it's time to move those those championships over. But 
The majority of the available teams on Raw, see at least the ones with any heat behind them, seem to be heels. And I think the Street Profits are will win this match. Um, shifting to the United States Championship match, Apollo Crews defends said championship against MVP. Patrick O'Dowd, who should win, who will win? Apollo Crews should win, but MVP is going to win. Miranda. Uh, I'm actually going to say who should and who will win is MVP. I've, I've really loved the Hurt Business, and uh, I think uh, going back and forth with this title isn't a, a bad thing for the case of Apollo Crews. So um, MVP. I am going to say who should win and who will win is Apollo Crews. And I could see Lashley ending up with this title in the near future, but not MVP. But I'm going with Apollo Crews. Miranda will kick things off as Dominic Mysterio goes one-on-one with Seth Rollins in a street fight. I'm going to go on the streak. I don't know why it is, but I'm, I'm going to say, uh, I, I was going to, it's a little tough. I'm going to say who should win and who will win is, is probably Seth. Like I just can't imagine Dominic in his first match uh, ever uh, in WWE, at least in, in this context, is going to to win. Um, and I, you know, I, I just can't imagine Seth losing in, in this scenario. Even though the the odds are stacked against him, um, I, it's kind of really early for Dominic to get that big of a win. But who knows? It's SummerSlam, so uh, I'm going to say Seth Rollins. Patrick, he's fighting for the honor of his father, fighting for the eye that was lost. You know, kayfabe was it though? Was they it they really found it. I mean, they we, found it. We heard from we heard from the yeah. fans that you know kayfabe is is so real. So we have to believe it. Um, Dominic should not win this match. Seth Rollins will win this match. I just know, just know. I love for years we've done who should win, who will win, and this is the very first time someone said who should not win. So mark it right. down in the history books. <laughs> who should win this match is obviously I, I, Seth Rollins. Double down, sir. Yeah. You have who should win this match is obviously Seth Rollins who will win this match in my mind is obviously Dominic Mysterio. Ray Mysterio is going to be at ringside. I do think he helps his, his son win his first match, get that feel good moment. The story is not going to be over anyway. And, uh, and, and we'll go on from there. Sasha Banks will defend the raw women's championship against Oscar Patrick O'Dowd, who should win, who will win. Uh, I think uh, Oscar should win. But somehow Sasha will win. Miranda? Uh, I, it's hard. Because uh, I know then what's the next match after that. Um, you know what? I think actually who who should win is Sasha and who will win is Asuka. I think that she's going to get her belt back. Uh, and maybe that causes more tension between Sasha and, and Bailey. All right, Miranda, keep it going with the SmackDown Women's Championship. Bailey defends against Asuka. Are you going to do yours? Oh, shit, you're right. I think that um, Asuka should win, but I think Sasha Banks will win. I don't think she's going to lose it yet. Uh, this is one I I kind of like Bailey as SmackDown champion, so I think who should win is Asuka because this whole Asuka two-belt thing would be pretty cool, but I think Bailey's going to keep... Uh, the SmackDown Women's Belt, Patrick. Uh, I actually agree that I feel like Bailey should win because I like her as champion, but I also think it's time, and I think Oscar takes the belt off of Bailey, and that is the tension between Sasha and Bailey, not the other way around. 
I think that Asuka should win, and I think that Asuka will win, and that is where we'll get the tension with Sasha and, and Bailey. But I don't think that tension's going to explode just yet. Braun Strowman defends the Universal Championship against Bray Wyatt's The Fiend. Patrick, who should win? Who will win? You know how I feel. I firmly believe that The Fiend does not need a title. I don't think The Fiend should win, and I think Bra- I think uh, sorry, I think Braun Strowman should win, and I think Braun Strowman will win. Miranda, I sorry, think the The Fiend should win. Uh, he didn't have such a long title reign to begin with that got lost by Goldberg and all that kind of stuff. I don't think the belt itself is doing any good on Braun Strowman, but who will win? As far as you know, the direction the company's going in, it, it's Braun Strowman's going to keep the belt. Yeah, I agree with you. I think the Fiend should win and, and get that run, and maybe let Strowman chase again. Uh, I think Braun Strowman will win, unless for some crazy reason Roman Reigns is coming back soon. Then I think that the Fiend would win. But for the purposes of the predictions, I would say that Braun Strowman will win. Drew McIntyre defends the WWE Championship against arguably the best performer in all of WWE today, Randy Orton. Miranda, who should win? Who will win? No, it's crazy. I'm kind of leaning towards who should win is Randy Orton. I think this performance he's had over the past few months has been fantastic. And we've seen Drew be really good with the chase. Um, It would be a good change of of pace. Uh, And we haven't seen Randy as champion in quite a while. Uh, However, uh, as far as who will win, it's it's Drew McIntyre. His legacy is still being built. He is still being viewed as the top guy, and I think he should run with that belt for as long as he can. Patrick? I think that Drew McIntyre should win and continue his reign, um, but I'm actually going to pick Randy Orton to pull out victory and add to, because how many titles does he have to win before his legacy is legit, Greg? I think what it was he at 14 about? right now record. or something like that? So right. He's at 13 or 14. I'll, right. uh, I'll set my crack research staff, me, on it right now. So, um. So, so what? What did you have again? Who should? Who will? I I, I went with Drew McIntyre should, and just for funsies, said that Randy Orton will. You know, it's funny you say just for funsies. I believe Randy Orton should win the WWE Championship, and I believe Randy Orton will win the WWE Championship. So, fourteen-time uh, world champion already, by the way. So he's two away from tying the record, which I, I absolutely believe he's which going nobody, to do. Which nobody knows. Right. Right. He's a 14 time world champion. Not only do I think he, he'll tie the record. I think he beats the record. Everyone thought it was going to be Cena. I think it's Randy Orton. I think that's the one they give him. Plus Miranda, you talked about building Drew McIntyre's legacy. Well, I just said it. Randy Orton's a 14 time world champion. Drew McIntyre is a one time world champion. This sets him on a path to becoming a two time world champion. I mean, Sheamus is like a four-time world champion. Like Rey Mysterio is like a three-time world champion. I mean, Drew McIntyre is not going to be a one-time world champion. Uh, and, and I think that Randy Orton should and will win this match at SummerSlam. The real main event, at least in my eyes, Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville in a hair versus hair match. Patrick O'Dowd, who should win, who will win? Mandy Rose should win. Mandy Rose will win, thus keeping your girl looking just as wonderful as you'd like her to. Miranda? I I agree. I think more it, – it's. I think even Sonya Deville wins by losing um, because I think it's just going to do so much for her to, to lose. I think she's just going to be on this crazy wild streak and she's just going to be this loose cannon that, you know, I, and not – 
uh, you know, super crazy, but just, you know, this intensity that will build from her, I, I think would be amazing. So I think Mandy should win. And, but I also think Mandy will win. I mean, she already cut some of her hair. I think that's, that's, that was the sign. That's as short as her hair is going to get, ladies and gentlemen. So don't expect too much. So I'm going to go backwards because I do believe that Sonya Deville is going to win this match. Or I'm sorry, that Mandy Rose is going to win this match. And and they're going to cut Sonya Deville's hair. I think Sonya Deville should win. Because the big crux of the storyline has been that looks are the only thing Mandy Rose has. And you could send a really good message through Mandy Rose by having her lose, cut off her hair, and then continue to do well. And obviously, hair grows back. So... I'm going to say that Sonya Deville should win this match, but she won't. Now we're going to shift over to TakeOver 30. And if you thought Patrick O'Dowd wasn't prepared for SummerSlam, yeah. boy, howdy. Wait till we talk about TakeOver 30. So, what, what, what is TakeOver? It's Saturday. And yeah, just just pick names. Uh, is this like a show? It is. It's, it's NXT. It's their pay-per-view. Oh, okay. It's more important of the two. That's why I did it second, even though it comes first chronologically. NXT TakeOver 30 on Saturday a ladder match for the North for the vacant North American championship. <sighs> Some people Patrick O'Dell's never heard of Bronson Reed versus Damian priest versus Cameron Grimes. Those three are in it versus either Johnny Gargano or Ridge Holland as they have a match on Wednesday versus either Finn Balor or Velveteen dream as they also have a match on a Wednesday. <sighs> Miranda who should win, who will win. <laughs> Oh, man. So, I mean, uh, this is tough because you have a, a lot of these newer guys within NXT uh, already in the match, which was pretty surprising with Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, and Cameron Grimes. Of course, then you have kind of the, the standbys and, and more uh, established members of the NXT roster with Johnny Gargano and Finn Balor. Um, I mean, who should? Let's just, this is just my favoritism peeking through. Is so of Funny. course, he, you know, done a, a, a just anyways, that, that belt would look really nice on him. That's I was going to say, this was the best time for you to freeze because no one heard you say Finn Balor, but that's, uh, <laughs> that's it. So Finn Balor should win. <laughs> who they will could, win? Yes, they, they knew. They knew. They, they, they just knew it was going to be Finn So who Balor. will win? You've already talked um, to him. I don't know. I know. And who will win? I don't know. I, I kind of do think they're going to go in a different direction. Uh, I think Damian Priest, he was the one out of all the matches that uh, you, they, they were very clear about his direction. So I have a feeling that, you know, uh, he's being set up as the next uh, North American champion. Patrick? Craig Averone, did the dream just come back to like Dream came like back Dr. on Dr. Wednesday. He was, he was the mystery man in the last triple threat qualifier. Right. Because he wasn't involved in the pinfall, he gets the second chance match. Gotcha, gotcha. So, because I, I like him, I will say that Johnny Gargano should win. But because I like him, I'll say that the Velveteen Dream does win. <laughs> I, AKA, right. he doesn't know the other people on the roster. Right. He know I, know, I know Damian Priest. I also know Damian Priest. I believe Damian Priest will win this match. I do think they're setting oh, him up. And I also think that this the North American Championship is really becoming that precursor that it should be. If you look at the past few NXT champions, they've all been North American champion before they were NXT champion. Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole, now Keith Lee. All held the, the North American before they held the NXT championship. I think Damian Priest will win. However, I would put the championship on Bronson Reed as a shocker as well as a way to build him. So 
I'm going with a likely addition. This is not an official match, but I'm going with a likely addition based on the storylines they're telling. Rhea Ripley versus Mercedes Martinez. Patrick O'Dowd, who should win? Who will win? Uh, I love Mercedes Martinez, but I think that it's Rhea Ripley should and will. Miranda? Um, I think who should win is Mercedes Martinez. Uh, you know, this unlikely alliance uh, with the Robert Stone brand has actually been really entertaining um, and shown a really good side of her. But as far as story wise and still uh, having a, a dominant contender for the NXT Women's Championship, which of course we'll see them one day in the future, uh, who will win is Rhea, Rhea Ripley. I agree with you 100%. I do believe that uh, Mercedes Martinez should win this match, but it's WWE. This is what they do. Rhea Ripley is the established star. I do think Mercedes Martinez will probably win in a rematch in the future, but I do believe that Rhea Ripley will walk out of this match as the winner. For the NXT Women's Championship, Io Shirai will defend that title against Dakota Kai. Miranda, who should win? Who will win? Uh, who should who will win is Io Shirai. I mean, she's a fantastic women's champion. I felt she's really carried that belt well. She's had great matches uh, with contenders, uh, you know, from all, all walks. And, you know, I, I feel like even though they've had such a great turn with Dakota Kai's character, I just still don't see her quite in that level yet. Um, and I think that's going to add more fuel to, to the file for her, which is exactly what her character benefits from. Patrick? Uh, Io Shirai should and will. Yeah, I agree. Io Shirai should win this match. I think this is just a a title defense for Io to continue to build her up uh, because I don't see her being a multi-time champion. You don't get too many of those in NXT anyway. Um, Unless Raquel Gonzalez comes back from whatever COVID-related absence she's having and, and helps Dakota win, I think this is Io Shirai's match. Should and will win. Keith Lee defends the NXT Championship against Karrion Cross. Patrick O'Dowd, who should win, who will win? Uh, so I, I actually do know who Karrion Cross is, too, and I would be embarrassed if I didn't. Um, I think you'd hurt me, Greg. So no. I just want to get that out of the way. You wouldn't? Really? No. If you, th- if you think deep, long, and hard, you'll understand why. That's true. I mean, I get it. But um, anyway, I think it's uh, still Keith Lee's title to hold on to. I think he should win, and I think he will. Miranda? Uh, as far as should, you know, I've really loved this buildup with Karrion Cross. He's had such a huge impact on, on uh, the NXT roster in a short amount of time. With the buildup that they are going, it would make sense for him to win the championship belt as far as who should. Um, but who will? Uh, and I split on this because I still also believe Keith Lee should as well. But as far as who will, I think that it's it's Keith Lee. I mean, it's they didn't do this whole build up being a double champion to just take the belt off of him so quickly. I'd like to think, uh, but uh, I, yeah, I still uh, believe that he's going to walk out of takeover as NXT champion. Yeah, there were a lot of people who thought they'd find a way for Karrion Cross to win the North American championship from Keith Lee and not the NXT championship. That's not where we are. I am with Patrick who should win is Keith Lee. Who will win is Keith Lee. Karrion Cross has come in on fire literally and, and figuratively, but um, he's not really an NXT act anyway. It, to me, he's more of a, a quote unquote main roster act. And I mean, you just don't 
build Keith Lee the way you did to have him lose. It just doesn't make sense. And unless you want to put him on the chase and let him have his moment in front of live fans at some point, but we don't know when that's going to be. So uh, the closest thing he'll get to live fans is probably going to happen this Saturday. So I'm going with Keith Lee should and will win this match, walk at the NXT champion and hand carry on cross his first loss in WWE NXT and the real main event of NXT takeover 30. Pat McAfee, former NFL punter, walks it back into WWE to go one-on-one with the other greatest wrestler walking God's green earth today. Adam freaking Cole. Miranda Morales, who should win? Who will win? So I can have this weird thought process in this match because it's just so ridiculous in a in a good way it's it's a, it's a ridiculous build it's a ridiculous match part of me thinks that pat mcafee should win uh, i just feel like this is uh an aspect for it's more about how it's going to impact uh adam cole with a loss like this and maybe we see the demise of the you know there's so many what if factors that i think it leads to a more interesting story and and career progression if adam cole loses not because i believe in the abilities of pat mcafee but i believe that it's going to be more interesting story if he loses, but who will likely win and who, I mean, when you think about all the possibilities though, as to how good of a story it could lead if he loses, it doesn't make as much sense as him winning. So as far as who I think will win is Adam Cole. I mean, it's, it's Adam Cole, baby. I really wish this were a video show because you basically convinced yourself that you were believing what you were talking about. Like when you first started talking about Pat McAfee winning this match, you could tell the look on your face. You did not believe what you were saying. But eventually, you talked yourself into it. Patrick O'Dowd, can you talk yourself into it? Who should win? Who will win? Well, let's let's be honest here. It's very difficult to beat a wrestler who's been trained by the great Rip Rogers. And Pat McAfee <laughs> has that experience. Rip Rogers is the trainer of champions. Just ask Randy Orton. Just ask Randy Orton. And yep. if you've got that kind of legacy Ooh. behind you, there's no stopping you from losing to Adam Cole at NXT TakeOver. Of course, Adam Cole should win this match, and of course he will win this match. It's just it's the, the celebrity match MO. You just don't go the other way. Yeah, unless Pat McAfee's going to stick around, which I don't see him doing. He doesn't even live in the area. Uh, the, the, yeah, Adam Cole should win this match. Adam Cole will win this match. We could still see the demise of the Undisputed Era and, and come out right. of this. I, I actually wouldn't be shocked if we saw kind of a redo of that takeover Chicago where uh, – Tommaso Ciampa turned on Johnny Gargano. If maybe even after the victory, that's when Undisputed Era turns on Adam Cole because he's a babyface in waiting. And Kyle O'Reilly, if you look really closely at the promo since Kyle O'Reilly's come back, he's talking like a leader, even though I think the better mouthpiece is Bobby Fish. Um, O'Reilly's younger and better in the ring. I do think that uh, this is we're headed towards towards that. And the real next story for Adam Cole is probably a feud with Kyle O'Reilly and, and the Undisputed Era. So. We'll see if a tag team championship gets ma- match gets added or something else gets added. Who knows? But those are our picks for TakeOver 30. Lucha-masks.com by Pro Wrestling Revolution. Bringing you in partnership with Mask Republic, the Lucha Brothers, as well as Japanese legend Ultimo Dragon. 
Go to lucha-masks.com and fight lucha strong with masks from your favorite lucha legends and pro wrestling revolution luchadores. Stay safe in style and represent your favorite luchador. Get yours now at lucha-masks.com powered by pro wrestling revolution. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Alright gentlemen, you have three minutes and you better make it good. We got three minutes and we're out of here. The clock is ticking and we're in the clear. We got three minutes and we're out of here. Patrick O'Dowd, the three-minute warning started at the 55-minute mark of this recording. It actually was the best 55 minutes in professional wrestling for once. So this weekend, as you all know, we have WWE SummerSlam and NXT TakeOver 30. Plus, we have a special Saturday edition of AEW Dynamite. So quick answer from everybody. What are you most looking forward to? We'll go Patrick Miranda, then Greg. Uh, SummerSlam for me. Miranda? Uh, NXT TakeOver. Yeah, I mean, no one should be surprised by my answer. It's NXT TakeOver. He is on your Twitter at Wrestling Realist. That's W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. Patrick O'Dowd, I know the answer to this question, but tell the people what they can hear if they jump back to yesterday or or Tuesday, depending on, on when they're listening to this. And check out Bandwagon Nerds. Uh, they can listen to me, Dave, and DP talk a little bit about Warner basically gutting DC's comics division and what that can mean for the upcoming DC fandom. In between which, I also insult the entire nation of France and talk about how Boba Fett is overrated. She is on your Instagram at the hashtag Miranda. It's Miranda Morales. What can we expect from the hashtag you show, which we'll be recording here in a little bit? Me. Yes. So uh, we're going to be a pretty WWE centric this week. We're going to be talking about Nia Jackson's Shayna Baszler's program uh, on Raw and also talk a little bit about uh, the faction known as Retribution. Curveball. I didn't even know about that second part. So there we go. Curveball. Yeah, I added that in. Of Greg DeMarco. Crazy, baby. Right. You can follow me on social media at ChairShotGreg. Hell, you can even email me, Greg DeMarco at TheChairShot.com. Go to TheChairShot.com forward slash Greg DeMarco for all your links. Go to TheChairShot.com for everything you need. All kinds of great wrestling content, podcasts like Bandwagon Nerds, like the Hashtag Miranda Show. We got video game podcasts with The Winner Is You, sports with the three-man weave and the five rounds podcast covering MMA. If you want it, we got it. So head on over to the chairshot.com and follow the site at chairshot media for Patrick O'Dowd and Miranda Morales. I am Greg DeMarco. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of the show. And until next week, well, always use your head. Here comes the big dog.